Blue Tiger Revenge, brought to you by... Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger 10, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music. That's right. Broadcasting from our secret mountain base lair, tucked nestled beneath just, uh, the Cascade stop the podcast, Mountains. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't even say what fucking podcast are listening I, to. Listen, man. I uh Is this because you're wearing a medium black shirt and black beanie? <laughs> is that is that what's going on? Listen. What I, I don't Did even know why we beard? I don't even know why we do this anymore, man. What the podcast? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we do it anymore. Because, I mean, what is the Blue Tiger? The Blue Tiger is the uh, ultimate alpha predator, right? Yeah, it's a it's a predator of magic and mystery. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's a it's a hunter, you know. Um, but in the best way. When I say predator, I don't mean like you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, call the cops. Yeah, I mean yeah. more of like, wow, what a beast. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just we've been we've been doing this for so long. We've, you know, I feel like the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. The fact that we're our Blue Tiger Revenge, the ultimate alpha of comic book podcasting, and ultimate alpha. And and, and did you know that there is now they announced an alpha con? And we're not invited. How are we not invited? How are we not the keynote speakers? I mean, I just, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why right now. It's because anyone who refers to themselves as an alpha or goes to an alpha convention isn't an alpha in any shape or form. That's true. That's true. Continue on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. <sighs> Blue Tiger Revenge Podcast. That's right. The uh, comics that inspire culture. Culture inspires comics. Podcast. I am comic book creator Tad Galusha. And with me, who's really feeling his alpha bro vibes today. <laughs> He's been taking all them uh, shroom tech or whatever the hell. You alpha brain, baby. Let's go, Joe Rogan. Gross. <laughs> That's right. The man, the myth, uh, the heart and soul, the king of beards, big Brian Bales. How's it going? It? Well, I mean, <laughs> I thought we were, I don't know, man. I'm, that, I'm just saying it's, you know what? You're right. Because if it was an actual alpha con, we would be the keynote speakers, the hosts, the star guests. Now to get serious, did you see the fucking ad? I like, saw the I saw the ad that you sent me, and it was the. It was like all of the the fucking 
it's it's like frat dorks. It's every dude who posts a TikTok or a YouTube yelling in their truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminded me a lot of like the frat dorks that were like even in college that were they were trying to hold core or trying to like sell you or get to invest something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew a couple of them and it was just one of those where you couldn't take them seriously. Yeah, they were the guys that would like they would go and shoot their shot at at a bar and they pretend to be really nice to like a gal. And then as soon as the guy would be like, oh, no, I, I'm in a relationship, then they w- their their next move was without a beat, just heavily insult the person. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Like, oh, sh-. I'm not even going to repeat what they would say because it was one of those. And then you just look at – yeah, that's what it reminded me of. And, we, and when you look at the ad, it just – that they all look like poster they, children. They look, like, they look like they have – on on one arm they have a tattoo of Joe Rogan. The other arm they have a tattoo of Jordan Peterson. Probably. Those are that's... there was one on the ad. There was a guy in the center that was called like the Bull, and oh, it was like, okay, dude, th- you're not bulling anybody. Like, I mean, maybe the bullshitter. Like, yeah, that's he, about it. He probably came up with that nickname himself. And uh, if anyone knows, you, yeah, if you if you give yourself a nickname, it doesn't count. He was a dude that was definitely probably tells people he does MMA, never done MMA or done any sport in his entire life. He was just a kind of a big chubby guy that was yeah. like, kind of like, well, yeah, if, yeah. I take, if I put the camera down on the ground, I can look like I'm a big tough guy. Yeah. Stealing um, all my I, angles, son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, is that your most- no, I don't well, care. People anymore. might not know this, but you bet you were in Vegas. How was uh, you went to this big gaudy concert? Uh, I did. I did. How, I saw, I saw, was it well, worth it? Well, it was until I saw the most disgusting human being alive. Who's that? Your sister. <laughs> she would be there. <laughs> did they roll her out on stage and she just kind of just sat there and then people threw I've, garbage at her? <laughs> <laughs> she was the most emoed out person there. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I bet. I you bet. Know. She's never been a day emo a day in her life. Yeah. No, I'm just. I'm. I'm kidding. No, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But you did run into uh old uh, Ms. Galusha. I did. She was there. Yeah. I did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool to see her. Um. Yeah, kind of weird, right? Especially since you guys were on like completely different schedules come to, but you guys were both going to the exact same yeah. concert events. That, yeah. That was kind of funny. Well, it's a big festival. We talked to some people who f- came from like Ohio, like people were coming from all over to, to see the show. Wow. So was, I mean, they've been advertising it like crazy and, uh, yeah, well I think it's been, it's been advertised for about a year now. So, wow. And this was the big one that had a lot of like the nineties bands and stuff. Two thousands. Right? It was the, all the 2000 bands. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, no fix and um yeah afi my chemical romance paramore uh the used um we went there for jimmy eat world which were awesome as always um i'll accept that i like jimmy World. yeah they're great yeah that's cool man yeah that's really cool and then while we were there we went uh best burger i've ever had gordon ramsay burger went there twice i started my trip there and ended our trip there as far as food going um nice. had some amazing sushi um saw the o uh cirque du soleil cirque du soleil which was i'll be honest when we was, is that the one in the water yeah oh you know what uh 
my sis went to that as well. She, we were just talking about that yesterday. I know. I told her about it. Oh, psh, God, she's such a poser. <laughs> she tries, you know, she acts like everything. I was like, you got to go idea. see it. It's amazing. Um, that's pro- Yeah, that's probably why she went because you probably were like, because, yeah, you recommended well, it. Well, listen, but it wasn't my idea to go. It was, it was it was the Queen of Beards idea to go because I really wasn't feeling it. I was like, I don't want to go sit in some uncomfortable ass chair for two hours but chairs aren't bad but the show is amazing yeah the chair well she got me an aisle seat which was very nice um and uh yeah the show was absolutely incredible i don't Um, know how those like circus olay performers don't get more celebrated like in pop culture you know we celebrate all these athletes and shit yeah you like they do that uh, well, I think it's not—it's not televised. I think is a big, big part of it. It's not televised, so people you don't you don't see it sure. unless you go see them live. Um, That's a good point. But honestly, my one of my favorite things that we did was we went to. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Uber drivers in Vegas, y'all are fucking crazy, man. They don't fuck around, man. They're listen, listen. Let me tell you. Uh, we went to Torpedo Comics, right? We took an Uber to Torpedo Comics, which was incredible, incredible comic shop. Um, and then on our way back, uh, our Uber driver almost rear-ends somebody on the freeway. And then later that night, or no, it was the next day, we're taking another Uber. And um, as we're getting to Planet Hollywood, it was our last night, and we were going to go, we were on our way to Gordon Ramsay Burger for the second time, right? So... Uh, he pulls into the Planet Hollywood parking garage. He's butted up against a guy in front of him, another Uber car in front of him. And then another Uber was trying to get in between the two of them. And our Uber driver kept not letting him until finally the car bumped our Uber driver and then bumped the car in front of him. And so our driver's like, excuse me for one second. And he gets out of the car. It's like, hey, motherfucker. Like, and like I love like, I love the professionalism. Yeah. And then soon as he's out of the car, it's like it's it's back to being garbage. He started like I thought he, he was like about to swing on him. Like in and, wow. and if the car wasn't between them, like he couldn't get to him because there were three <laughs> cars all touching and he couldn't get over to him. We were just like, yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna get out right here, man. We're good, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, how was Torpedo Comics? Was it? Oh, dude, Torpedo amazing? Comics was really cool. Um, not as much back issues that I that I was kind of hoping for, but like, there's what about miniseries? What about miniseries? Do they have any miniseries? <sighs> okay, crackhead. Like, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that, that's my thing. Uh, right <sighs> I just need another hit. What do you got? Four issues of a completed story. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, I don't know. What they did have, they probably had one of the best CGC slabbed uh, selections that I've ever seen, um, both signed and unsigned. They had this little back room that was called the Gotham Vault, and so the door looked like a safe, and then when you yeah. walk in, there's like a 100 slabbed comics going from the 40s up to current where every single one of those books was uh, started at $1,000. So they're looking at over $100,000 in books. And some of them are probably way more. I saw like old Fantastic Four signed by Jack Kirby in there. Wow. So that'll tell you. You know what I mean? Like It was pretty insane. 
That's almost like walk. Uh, apparently in Portland, there's a big uh, comic book exhibit at the Oms. Yeah, right a now. Marvel exhibit right now. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah. I really want to go. Se- I've seen a few pictures of it, and it's Same. cool. They have a lot. Yeah, it kind of sounds like though like you went to something that was similar like that, but where pretty much all of the you could exhibitions buy were for sale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Did you take out a second mortgage on the old Casa so that Listen, you could uh, upload, if, you know, load up on books? If my wife wasn't there, <laughs> shit would have went down. Yeah. And she knows it, too. So, like, she's in the other room probably listening to me right now, rolling her eyes, but also nodding her head because she knows. I spent $27 oh, yeah. there, and it was <laughs> agonizing. I was, when you told me that, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I, honestly, folks, I was like, no fucking way. What did you buy? Like a book stamp or something? Like Right. <laughs> I bought Wildcats issue one and uh, and I bought uh, I'm, I'm working on getting the full 12 issues of the Watchmen. So they had issue 11 and I didn't have it. So, you know, speaking of Wildcats, you know what I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on? It's a little expensive, but it's easily affordable. OK. I want to get that Wildcats X-Men crossover oh, with yeah. Travis Charest. And you know, I'm a big Travis Charest I know fan. you I are. his Space Girl. I just picked up a bunch, which I will, on the Instagram here this week, I will, I'll make a little, little vid, real yeah. of all my I Travis got a real, Charest I got Wildcats some stuff that I, need to, that I need to send you to, so. Yeah, Instagram's all about the reels now, yeah. so. That's uh, at Blue Tiger Revenge, guys, uh, yeah, on Instagram. On. Come on. We know how many people listen to the show. Give it a follow. That's right. E- even if it's the only thing you follow, just come on. Yeah. Like, boost our egos. Actually, can I can I can I talk real quick about a new a new feature? Just I, I we usually don't talk business until the end of the show, but true. I'm excited about it and I want to talk about it. Um, okay, then we have to get into like some comic shit. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. Of comic shit to talk about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, uh, Substack. If you you know you all know, can you listen to the show? That's our home site, right? BlueTigerRevenge.substack.com. Well, they have an app where you can listen to all the episodes uh, via the app or, you know, you can read the comic via the app, whatever. But there's a new feature that they just added and it's a, a, a forum, like a chat group app. So, like, you can actually, if you download the app and you subscribe to us, which, as you all know, we don't charge money for subscriptions. They're 100% free. But you can actually uh, go in there and chat with us or, like... You know, send us pictures of comics that you pick up or, you know, whatever. So if you do, if you don't have the app yet, uh, download it and, um, and and hit us up in there. Hit us up in the chat group. It's a good way to connect. And um, so know. I got a question. Yeah. Could we if we announce on that chat group that, hey, like we're recording like tonight, Saturday night at this time, we're drinking this. Bring your B.O.B. Yeah. Bring your own beer. Yeah. Uh, then could we like have the chat going while we're recording? We, then I guess we'd have to set it up so that they could hear what we we're saying. huh? I don't think it would be hard. We, I think you can set up live videos, live streaming through there. So yeah, that's, what, that's what we should do. If that's something that you guys want to do, download that, download the app, subscribe, uh, hit us up in the chat room so we can, uh, so we can all connect and, and, and find out the best way to do this. Cause that would be really fun. That would be yeah. really fun. That would be a, that would actually be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be a lot. We, of fun. you know, and uh, you know, we always want ways to shout out to you guys and to connect with the listeners. Um, speaking speaking of which, we did have an email um, from a couple weeks ago, and uh, so and ju- we had a fan a fan message. I've got a fan message okay. for you. Well, let me, I just so I, I want to shout out to Victoria for sending us an email. 
about wanting to get uh, David Derrick Jr. back on the show. So uh, talk about Ghost of the Gulag. Ghost of the Gulag, man. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Victoria, thank you, thank you so much for the email. We really appreciated it. And um, she said she's been listening to the podcast for about two years, or for yeah, um, or at least two years because we had David on. It's probably been about two years since we've had him on. So well then. We should uh, dedicate this episode to her. All right. Victoria, this episode is dedicated to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't deliver, I apologize in advance. But we're <laughs> There's doing no guarantees it's a good episode, <laughs> but it's an episode. So it's definitely yeah. an episode. But yeah, so uh, Substack, man, uh, get on get on the app. Um, chat with us. So, Okay, we did. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but we got a, a little message from a listener. I want you to read it verbatim. No. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. You know what? I might have it. Let me. Let me give me two seconds here. Okay. Two seconds. All right. Two seconds. I think two seconds. Because we do have some like cool stuff to talk about, but I wanted to I highlight know. this. Yeah. Oh, said. Uh, said. Can we say? Listen, can you? Can, wait. 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 Can you say who it's from? No, because I didn't ask them oh, okay. for permission. So. Okay. But it said, "Dude, listening to the latest podcast, hilarious when you started." teasing Bry with the romantic <laughs> comedy bit. And what he's referring to is all I'm saying is I just want to see The Rock and Henry Cavill, Black Adam Superman. Just maybe a little, little kiss on a little kiss. Just quick. That's all I just want. Just a quick one. Just a quick one. I, I mean, if they want to make crazy money that is, you know, that is true. It would make the news. More people would see it. I mean, because we know which news outlets would be screaming and yelling and be hating it. Where, yeah, and then you'd be like, "I gotta see this. This sounds ridiculous." Yeah, and then watch it and be like, "This is the romantic comedy of the summer," mm -hmm. like or just romance of the summer. Straight romance film. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if DC is gonna go for that though. Probably so. not. Probably. This is not. probably. I'll never. They'll never let me through the door. <laughs> They're like, hey, we sent you the script, but on page 18, why do you have Superman Doomsday making out? Like, that? that's not in the script, man. You just threw that in. I just thought it would be cool. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man, we got – there's a lot to talk about. There's a, there's a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious. Should we start with kind of the indie stuff? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hit me. Okay. Well – you and I found this, I think, about a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Let me pull it there, up here. Well, what was in it? There was a really badass Kickstarter that's going currently. Um, what was it? Something. It's super, super awesome ninja thing. Death fight forever. Death fight forever. Yeah, yes. I can't. I, I haven't backed it yet. Uh, I oh, I did. It, oh, I know you did. It's out of. It's by uh, Eric McLean from Laser Wolf Attack. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, we reviewed actually the artist, one of his books. What was it? Space Riders or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. And I mean, we both loved it. It was so much fun. But I mean, it's not a bad price. It's like 40 bucks. You get 144 and, and plus. Here's page the description, too. Novel. Here's here's the little line for it. An eye popping face melting 144 page action comedy graphic novel. Like what more could you want? Yeah, and it's one of those where, like, it just looks like a ton of fun. It does. And the I, art looks cool. And, like, and I, like, I mean, like, 
I like the graphic novels that are all, all like take themselves super serious because like that seems to be like kind of the flow these days. Yeah. But it's really nice to see something that's like over the top, action packed, ridiculous, kind of has that like it, it. The tone is serious, but the content is ridiculous and over the top, kind of like, yeah. like an 80s action movie. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, I think that's what they were going for. And like. Listen, yeah. I love Alan Moore, Grant Morrison, but not everything has to be in that tone. You know what I mean? Like, definitely. <laughs> I think I'm going to end up backing it. I, I, it's one of those I've got to keep looking at it, going, "Oh, should I get it?" And then uh, I'm just going to say, kind of, a, I guess, kind of a friend of the show. We both know him. Yeah. Um, but uh, Connor Bartell, he's a indie writer out of uh, out of Anchorage, and really, really hardworking dude. But he's been doing a swords and like it's called swords and sacrifice. He's done three, I think, comics with it. Anyways, he's collected it into like a graphic novel. That's yeah, I think it's like a hundred plus pages. Um, he had me do a cover for it, so you know that's kind of cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and the cover was actually for sale, but you can't get it out. It's already that. It's already been sold, so already sorry, done. Yep, I know. But um, anyways, he's got it. He's at fifty-two percent right now. He's got about fourteen days to go. So yeah, maybe maybe a little less by the time this episode comes out. But uh, but yeah, like Tiger Cubs, check it out. Uh, yeah, like he's a good dude. He's working hard. Like let's help him. We're gonna back it. Yep. Uh, you know, help him. Help him. Uh, help a a young indie creator who's on the come up. I think the artist is already like he's already gone on and he's working at like he's doing a DC book, I think, right at the moment. So like, you know, mm -hmm. the the art's solid. Um, the story is pretty, pretty good. It's, you know, like kind of like feudal Japan samurai kind of stuff. So if you like that kind of kind of genres. But anyways, also, like I'm one of those guys that I'm a firm believer that if somebody's working hard and they're a good person, like they just they're a nice guy. Yeah. They're encouraging other yep, people. Yep. Yep. They're doing everything they can to like propagate in a positive way. Uh, just comics in general support the support the project. You know, he's not he's not one of these guys that's coming in and does a Kickstarter, just like a cash quick cash grab or something. We all know those guys. Yeah. Lethal comics. Those fucking um, guys. Anyways, what was uh, that? What'd you I say, said Ron? lethal comics. Yeah, looking at you. Um yeah. but yeah, so it's called Swords and Swords and Sorrows trilogy. Um so yeah, it's 14 days left. Um you know, Comic he's inspired by sam samurai cinema. Yep, the physical copy is 20 bucks. So, I mean, that's good. pretty good. Um Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, I think that's a really good really good really good deal. Estimated coming out in January, so you're not going to have to wait super long for it. Um, well, I mean, he did he did it the right way, in my opinion. Like, yeah, he's one of those guys that he waits till his project is done. Get that, folks? Done, finished, actually finished. I know, I've seen it. Yeah, and then he does the Kickstarter for it, which you know is it's fucking smart because that way you can get the book into your supporters' hands as yep. quickly as possible. Yep. He's fifteen. He's at just a little over fifteen hundred dollars, um, and he's only asking for three grand to make the project to get the project done. So, um, let's 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 help make that happen for him. Let's get him a little bump as he as he comes to the end and uh, get this project funded for him. Definitely. Um, let's see. There was another project that we were talking about the other day. I can't remember what it was. I think he even backed it. God damn it. 
I'm, folks, I'm literally on Kickstarter right now looking for the project, <laughs> and I can't remember what it was. God, it's so sad. That's all right. Oh, well. Do you know of any kick? Are there any other Kickstarters that uh, you've been kind of following? Um, eye on? You know, I was looking at, I didn't end up backing it. Uh, I missed out on it, but I was looking at the Monkey King. Oh, that's uh, the one looked I was like a really for. neat comic. There's another, uh, um, uh, Clover Press is putting out a Drac- the Art of Dracula by Ricardo Delgado that looks really cool. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. think I'm gonna end up backing it, but it I mean it looks amazing. Yeah, he um he's been working on that, I want to say for a good click, because they did I think last year they did Dracula, like a I think it was a public like a re republishing of the bram strokers right Dracula, yeah, yeah. and then all those illustrate he used, did a bunch of illustrations for that and so i think it's like a collection of all probably you know delgado is like you know he's a concept artist at la so he's like he's probably got a bunch of unused concepts and stuff that yeah they yeah had for the book and then he probably just finishing them up and so they're they're putting this together um I mean, yeah, if you collect art books, man, I, that would be a good one. Oh, um, this is one I wanted to highlight because she was on the show uh, a while back with our good buddy, Steve Urena. Yeah. Uh, Misty Graves, books of Book of Fates. Uh, she's got an anthology that's going right now, and she's not really asking for too much. It doesn't look like, but it, j- it literally just launched. It's got like 50 days to go. Um, she's only asking for five grand. Yep, yep. Um, so she's uh yeah i mean literally just it's already got 21 backers so it's you know off to a good start but uh some of the art looks just unbelievably good i love the cover for it the covers the cover is really cool yeah yeah so there you go if you like anthologies again you want to support another you know independent uh creator who's just you know working hard getting trying to get good shit out um you know, pick it up. Also, it looks like it's like horror type stuff. Yeah. So yeah, she's a big horror. I remember her saying that she's a big uh, vintage old school horror comic fan. So that makes a lot of sense. I think when they were on, she she talked about it, but like there yeah. wasn't enough to like fully release. Yeah. yeah. She was still had, it was still in the works. But uh, yeah, that looked pretty good. There was a few other there's a few other projects that are kind of floating around, but. You know, it's one of those like I don't want to talk about them too much unless I know the people involved or we I'm should, at least familiar with the project. The, we should reach out and get her it. get her back on. We should. We should really try and get her back on. That would actually be a lot of fun. Um, she was a good hang. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then, I, you know, I was just looking at like today's news. Um, it looks like there's some really kind of cool stuff coming uh, that's coming out soon. OK, what do you got? Um. It looks like uh, Karen Berger, who's like famous for heading up Vertigo, Vertigo back in the yeah, day, yeah, when it was still like a thing. Um, she's coming out with some book series called Guilt, G I L T. Uh, it's like a collected edition. I'm not really familiar with what it is, but I know Karen Berger, and whatever she does usually is pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a funny. Uh, it's going to be through Ahoy Comics from the looks of it. Okay. Very and that cool. That looks kind of cool. It feels like we're kind of doing a we, we're kind of doing an old school episode here. It does. Yeah, it really yeah. does. I'm here for it though. The Guild of Independent Lady Temp- Temporalists. I like that. So it's like it has to do with like time travel and stuff. 
I do have a really funny Karen um, Berger story, actually, if you want to hear it. I do. I do. Yeah, hit me with it. Okay. So like, when I got out of school, the big thing was like you would send people samples of work, editors and writers, and you would try and basically, you know, hey, hire me, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, pros still do it. Uh, like that's the name of the game. Yep. And I knew I really wanted to do Vertigo bad, but like I didn't know any editors over at Vertigo or DC in general. Right. And so there is a trick that you can do to get people's emails. And so I'm not going to say it reveal the trick because that would just be cruel. Yeah. Um, but I did the trick uh, and I figured I got her email and uh, <laughs> and so I emailed her samples like introducing myself it's called you know it's called cold calling yeah so uh, you know it's one of those things like i used to get really stressed out over doing i it. hate doing it yeah 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 like now i don't care as much because it's like if they don't get an email back whatever if somebody's offended it's like well what do you want me to do you know like you didn't accept my request on linkedin uh you know like all <laughs> <laughs> right right uh, yeah. right so uh anyways i emailed karen and she wrote me back this lengthy email about basically like i don't know how you got this email address but because at that time she was way up dc yeah like she was like upper echelon like and she's like i don't know how you got this email address but i'm not somebody you're supposed to be emailing (laughs) and i went and she said you know like i appreciate like the hustle but never email me again with samples in the future here's a few people you should email and then she gave me a couple names you know, a couple of like uh, assistant editors. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, which newsflash didn't get a job at DC. <laughs> <laughs> now you and now um, you know why. Yeah, but it was just one of those where it was like, oh, I was. It's kind of amazing that she uh, took the time to write me back, and it was one of the first times I'd actually like utilized the little uh, little trick of the trade that was taught to me by uh, one of the Kubert teachers at the time. That's cool. And. Um, yeah, and it was like, okay, like using using this power I can email anyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, for good or bad. So why don't yeah. why don't we have Jim Lee's email email address yet? I probably well, using the trick, I probably have it, but I'm not gonna email <laughs> Mr. Lee. Uh, we need to get him on the show. Um yeah, okay. You know what? I'll get I, I, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm just saying. Maybe you know, I'll give it to you, and then you can. I'll leave. You think the, I won't email him? I'll email I know, him, and then you can get the the uh, the message of like, I don't know how you got this, but never contact me again. See, sir, I have. I also have tricks of the trade that I can use. You should have taken a picture with him on the escalator when you uh, were showing him your comic stash, and uh, and then and be like, Hey, man, remember when we met and hung out at Emerald City last year? <laughs> wink, wink. How's it going, bud? Like, it was <laughs> really up, good bro? meeting you. But, What's up, bro? Uh, yeah, just talking about yeah. he's like a total buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good hanging out with you. <laughs> I bet, you know, you never know. Oh, here's another good one. So, you know, I'm a big Conan fan. Yeah. Big. It actually was like my very first interview in the industry was to work on Conan. I was about a week out of school. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, God bless him. Uh, Joe Kubert. He at the time was doing covers for Conan and he uh, got made the editor over at Dark Horse at the time. Give me an interview. Um, 
totally not prepared. I like my portfolio was just, I was not at the caliber to be working on something sure. like that. But, uh, I did get to do a fan. They had me do a pinup that they ended up using as a, they, they use it as a fan pinup. Oh like, yeah. Which, and it was about two inches by two <laughs> inches tall and an inch wide in the very back. And I did this thing 11 by 17. Like I thought this was like my end, right? It's like, Oh man, I'm gonna blow this out of the water yeah. and I'm going to get a job working on Conan. No, did not fucking nope. happen. Nope. Cause I, cause I sucked. I'll just be honest. Hey, but anyways, you know. uh, Conan is, it's just been announced that Conan is going to Titan comics. Um, so he was just at Marvel. Dude, Conan's been floating around, man. He's been jumping like he, Interesting. Uh, yeah, he did a year at, I, I imagine probably just has to do with like the co- company's interest and the push. Sure. I think it'd probably be better at a place like Titan comics. It seems like they've got more of kind of the, yeah, uh, I don't, the, I don't want care or need to see like Conan with the Avengers. So well, that was, that was what they did. And it just, Oh, did they? Oh yeah. They did a bunch of crossover shit with like, it was like dark Avengers Conan. I just remember it was like Conan Wolverine. That's um, weird. Throw one of the, the badass like Norse female ga- gals in there. I, I don't know the, I don't know the characters. I think yeah. it was who's she, uh, like Valkyrie. Valkyrie. I think it was Valkyrie. Okay. Yeah. They just took like all the badass warriors and Electra. then they put Conan in there. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, how does that – everybody has powers, and Conan's just – he's just a guy that comes from, like – I don't know. There's time travel. So it was, I'll be honest. It, sound, it looks stupid. <laughs> there was some cool art that came out of it. it was, the concept sounded fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't need to, I don't need to see that, and yeah, no thank you. Yeah, but I think it's cool that it'll be um, – It'll be interesting. I, I, I like some of this, I like a lot of the stuff that Titan does. So Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't. I think Conan also sells probably better over in like Europe, European markets. I would, I would agree. Yeah, but those were kind of the the bigger news things that I, that were really kind of getting my attention. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I mean, I guess Dynamite announced that uh, gar- they're doing a gargoyle series, so that will be kind of interesting. I don't need it. I don't need it. Bring bring back the Gargoyles animated series or get the fuck out of my face. Like that's my personal opinion. I mean, we gotta be honest, dude. The animated series still holds up really well. It's hundred percent. That was the first thing I watched when I got Disney Plus. So Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that was one of the first things I watched too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those where I was like, fuck, Gargoyles. I forgot how good this was. Yeah, it's excellent still. The only thing that bothered me was like the intro was so good. Yeah. Like, but that this is the nineties, right? The intro, the night, the, the intros intro, were always better. Yeah. We're like, you could tell they shipped the animation off over to Japan to make it super dynamic and badass, And like the draw, <laughs> even the drawing was just at a higher level. Yeah. And then you'd watch a show like turtles. Remember the turtles intro? Oh yeah. Like, good God. And then this they, yeah. It'd be the most intense thing. And then you're like, Oh, here. You know, it's just like the goofy. Oh man, oh. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I, it, it still, still gets me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of getting at you, there's, there's one news thing. We're gonna go real old school. Okay. And this is Northwest. You know, like, hey, like I said, culture inspires comics. That's comics right. Inspire culture. Uh, we just got through Halloween's all these mm-hmm. monster books right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like horrors on the big upswing. Hor- not horrors, but horror. It's on the big upswing <laughs> in comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
uh, like the whole genre. There's tons of monster shit out there, and you know. And uh, anyway, so up in Lake Okanagan, mm-hmm. up in Vancouver, BC. For mm-hmm. people don't that's that's oh yeah, north, north of Seattle. Yeah. So Lake Okanagan is supposed to be home to basically. It's been kind of called America, meaning North America's like Nessie, like Loch Ness Monster. Okay. Okay. So, and they call him Ogo Pogo. Ogo Pogo. All right. Yeah. Maybe not the best name, but anyway. It's a very Canadian name, but continue. Yeah. Old Ogo Pogo, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, there was a sighting of him not too long ago. Really? Oh, and it's got the internet all up and smoke. Really? Yeah. People are talking about it. Now, there was a photo that was taken. I sent you the photo. Yeah. Now here's here's what the skeptics are saying. I thought this was interesting, and whether you believe it or not, uh, it's you know it's it, all these type of things are always good like food for thought, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, people were trying to say that it's ducks die like upside down, and it's a duck's ass that you see in the the little knobs. So like Ogopogos has a little like like horns on its head, right? Kind of like a, a giraffe, and they're saying that it's duck feet. Now, I looked at the photo. I did not I, see that at all. I could see where you get from a distance, but when yeah. you zoom in, man, like I mean, I, I could see. I could see it, but not it, it just I, I could kind of see it, but not yeah, yeah, yeah. It have but to from be a distance, a right? Really weird angle of the duck's feet, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like let's be honest, the photo is like you know how people are always saying like, "Oh, I, all the photos are always blurry of all this stuff." It's not blurry at all. No, it's pretty like like yeah. People, you should look it up. I wanna, I want people to to weigh in on this. I looked at it, and this is my thought. I was like, I don't know if it's real, but if it is a fake, someone got like a good rubber head of like a dragon, or like made something yeah. made of rubber, so that it still has that shiny exterior, and then I think they put something in it, like a half filled like liter uh, like liter of cola you know what i mean <laughs> okay, and then put it under, so it liter of cola liter of cola so it just sinks just a little bit so it's just mm-hmm. under the surface right so it still floats but it's like just the tippy top of it what if it's real well or it's fucking real like, how fucking cool <laughs> would that be there's like some kind of sea serpent like yeah swimming around if like, it was the up. u.s government would be like we got to kill it we have to kill canada it. we're <laughs> invading to kill your messy sorry <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it was an interesting photo. I the the whole like upside down duck thing, a duck diving for, and I was. It's like in the middle of the lake too, so it's really deep. Like, why would the duck ducks when? He, I mean, they might be out there, but they're not. Yeah, they do that in the shallows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's still uh, it's an interesting photo because when you look at it, right? Like, it does look like the head of some kind of serpentine creature. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's just, pretty cool. It's a cool a picture, beautiful. regardless of 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 what it really is. It's a cool picture. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But I, you know, I just thought it'd be kind of fun to yeah. take a look at that. Yeah. Know? Why not? Why not? And that's you pretty much what, all I got. About you know, news, you know what's you know you know what's why not? You know what else is why not? You know what I did this morning? I spent two and a half hours doing this morning. What? And was ultimately unsuccessful. Uh, trying to get fucking tickets to San Diego Comic Con, man. Oh, laid on us. Yeah, laid yeah, us, yeah. Man. So, uh, I don't know if any Tiger Cubs, if you were trying to get tickets as well, maybe you were successful, maybe you weren't. But this was the first year where 
we decided like, okay, we're going to make an effort to go. Like, uh, we wanted to bring my niece. Um, and then, you know, we already, we booked an Airbnb. Obviously we canceled it. Um, Oh man, I'm sorry. Oh, it's not a, it's not a huge deal. Like it was full, full refund. You know what I mean? We booked it just in case, you know, we didn't want to be left with nothing, you know, nowhere to say. But uh, yeah, so they have a queue, right, to, to, to get tickets. The queue opens up an hour before, and they tell you that, oh, it doesn't matter what time you log into the queue because it's always random. So you could log in 10 minutes before it goes live, and it wouldn't affect. I don't know how much I necessarily believe that, um, but I guess I do believe it because I logged in right at 8 a.m. when the queue opened and tickets went on sale at 9. Um, so... We left our house this morning at 10.30, and at that point, I was still in the waiting room, and all the tickets had sold out. Jesus. And they don't, they don't sell four-day passes. You have to buy each one separately, right? So, yeah. like, towards the end, it was like, all right, Friday's sold out. Saturday's sold out. Sunday and Thursday are available. Thursday's sold out. Everything's sold out. So I was just like, fuck, man. Um yeah, that's so that sucked. That's, yeah. I mean, San Diego is one of those interesting ones, right? Like like I really want to I want to go because it is yeah, like the convention and I feel like if you want to get some cool stuff, right. Th- it, there's going to be all the exclusives. you know cuz you, you, you know me, right? Like I love all the like the mini series. I love people's like indie collections. Yeah. I love love sketchbooks like you know ash cans and all yep, that crap. Yep. And like they have a whole section that's just dedicated to that kind of stuff. And, um, but then there's the other side of me that goes like, that's a lot of people, a lot of fucking people, a lot of traffic, a lot of expenses just to be in the area. And I just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always a positive side to it too, though. Right. Cause I wasn't going to do, if we were doing San Diego, I wasn't necessarily going to do Emerald city. Um, but now I think I'm, oh, gonna, now you don't I'm gonna, have a choice. You probably don't have a choice. You're probably doing Emerald city. Yeah. Well, I am doing Emerald city at this point now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and if I'm table in there, I'll be there. Guess who's, yeah. I guess whose house I'm probably staying. Yeah. I guess who's, <laughs> guess who's taking you to and from Emerald city is me. Yeah. Uh, Listen, when you're a, su- when you're a pseudo famous person, all right. Yeah, you need to like be, I am. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The, well, I was referring to myself. Oh, oh okay, okay. Chauffeured around and everything. I mean, I mean, people didn't come up to you at last Emerald City Comic Con and be like, "Oh, it's the heart and soul." So that's yeah, they true. Did that to me. That's true. So, you did get that. I you did, did get I that. Did. Yeah. You know. Wow. That. How's it feel like that when it you know to be in my presence when things like that happen? You know, just to to bask in the presence of bearded greatness. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it. Do I get jealous? Yeah. yeah. But that it, the jealousy means that we're doing something right here at at the BTR. You That's know right. I mean? That's right. Um, so yeah. So we're gonna do Emerald City, and then I'm gonna bring my niece up for that one. Okay. Well, old, old, old Bear's coming up for another con, huh? Yeah, that's the plan. That's the okay. plan. Okay. All right. Yeah. At that, that hopefully, uh, well, hopefully, I'll get a table. That'd be great. Uh, I did. I did submit the application today for uh, Artist Alley. Um, I assume they're listening right now and are like, "Well, yes, of course. Where would you like to sit?" You know. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Come on, like, 
I've always for I don't know what it is. Like there was one year I had two graphic novels come out, and one year and they still waitlisted me, which I was just like, I've been to their artist alleys before. Yeah, I have too. I've, like, I've been there. Like I don't okay. want to knock anybody. No, it's it, not knocking but, anybody. It's just saying like you are a profession. Like, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I got waitlisted by them in Rose City that year, and I was just like, "What? I, I, I've walked your aisles." Like, I, it was just one of those where it's like, "What? What more do I have to do?" Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but I mean, that's that's just the conventions, you know. Like, that's how it goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it also probably helps if you know people who are in the organizations that run those things too. For sure. Um, but yeah, you know. You know, I, I mean, conventions, I'm always like, I'm always on the fence about like, I love the idea of going to a bunch of them, but then at the same time, I don't like the idea They're of going exhausting. to a bunch of them. They're exhausting. Yeah, yeah, they, they really, they really can be. And like, if you have one really successful convention and then you have one that's not, you know, you, yeah. well, or like you have to do a convention the next, next weekend or two weeks later, that's not enough time to restock your stock. Right, you know, right. At all. Like, um. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what I would do, um, but uh, so far that's the only one I've applied for. So we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll, I, I think it'd be cool. We should try and maybe try and do maybe one of the bigger ones. Yeah, we were actually discussing about doing uh, maybe New York next year. Yeah, um, I haven't been to it since I was a student. I've so been it, wanting to be, go really bad. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's stupid expensive. You probably have to start registering for stuff now, but uh, I think it would be a lot of fun to do. I agree. I, I think agree. It would be a lot of fun. So I just got to get off my ass and finish Operation Blue. Yeah. And then uh, there we go. Then we can do it. That's right. Um, that did you hear right. uh, Sandman got renewed for a second I did. Season? I was very excited about that. That show was so good. Yeah. It was very good. On the, on the flip side, though... Um, you know, still t still talking Netflix, but uh, you know the the there's there's always the other edge of the coin, right? So with Henry Cavill back as Superman, mm -hmm. he's uh, he he's leaving The Witcher, and they're replacing him with uh, Walmart Thor, Liam Hemsworth. Ooh, ooh, and I don't he know makes, if that's a good I, yeah, and he makes that show like that show is wouldn't be as good like he's incredible in that show. So, but like. I also get it, you know. I've I've read that it's a pretty grueling filming schedule. He got hurt really bad filming season two, and um, oh, that's a weird, that's a weird angle of you, my friend. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's the iPhone, right? The iPhone just like <laughs> Brian has got multiple cameras, and I just it just his cameras are swapping around. All I don't the know place. why it's doing this. It's so funny, but. Uh, <laughs> I wish we were doing a video show because that would be fucking hilarious. Um, God, man, look at you going all Rogan style. You got multiple cameras. That's right. Just popping around. That's right. It's just popping them around. But once uh, Max gets a little older, he can be you can start bossing around telling him to look stuff up on Google. That's right. Look it up. <laughs> um. Anyways, now that I got that fixed, but like I get it. You know what I mean? On the, on the other hand, like he's probably getting paid a fuck yeah. ton more money. And well, I don't know if I, I mean, initially, I don't know if he'd be getting paid more money, but back end wise, because all those big actors get 
it's like comics, right? Right. They all get like a big healthy back end. Right. I mean, that was like the whole thing with uh, what was it? Like people are all up in arms that Scarlett Johansson was being greedy with Disney, and it was like no motherfuckers. Her contract stated that it she would get certain percentage of theatrical release. Like if you were in her shoes, you would want that it's, like yeah. estimated. Those same 40 people million. defend Elon Musk too, so you know you can't you can't take that. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't even start on Elon. That guy fucking. Bob was right. Yeah. Bob was right. Yeah. He called it, dude. Yeah. He called it. All yeah. the things that Bob Quinn talked about on go listen to our episode with Bob. He talked about the the whole Twitter situation with Elon. He broke it down why it could it was going to be problematic. Yeah. He called every single bit of it. Yeah. He every did. Every single bit of it down to the T. He did. Yeah. But, but yeah, I will uh you know, season three of The Witcher comes out in the summer, which will be Henry Cavill's last season as The Witcher. Um, okay. they sh- you know what? I, they, you know, should I have a th- they should just cancel I've, it. They'll probably stop it because you know I was reading up. Season two didn't perform nearly as well as season one. Season one was very, very well received and watched. And you know why? Season two uh, had a pretty big drop off because they the numbers and they and they a lot of it had to do with. And I think it's another reason because you know, for those of you who don't know, Cavill, huge nerd. So. uh you know he's he's one of us man but and he he loves the witcher books and so he you know there's reports that he got really frustrated by them by the lack of like diverging from the books to do kind and of that, their own storyline and and that probably hurt the series yeah well and he even said when they asked him like what are you looking forward to for season 3 and he said he basically was like let's get back to the books um so that could be another reason. That could be another reason for it too. But who knows? I think it probably mostly comes down to dollar signs. You know what I mean? Dude, I just saw the text <laughs> you sent me. That's so aggressive. Uh, uh, now I want to kind of know. Brian just sent me a very aggressive text about someone that we know, based off of the um, based off of a comment that we made earlier. I also, I also the Ogo Pogo. Uh, image i thought that was based off that and I was oh like, what are you trying to say no 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 no. that was based off of the uh the talk about conan oh oh okay yeah you can clear you'll have to clarify when we get off i will i will <laughs> i will um yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh the witcher you know it's like all those shows though man like you think they would just stick to the books you, you would know? think but you would think that's i mean you know that's our that's our favorite show. The wife and I's favorite show is The Witcher. We love it so much. So, oh really? Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, I enjoyed. I I know that season two they diverged from the books a lot, but it was still. I still think it was great. Um, yeah. For the most part. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's entertaining, that's all that counts. But yeah, I mean, what would you rather have? Cavalas uh, super. I mean, it's I, I Superman. Ca- man. Yeah, I. I he just looks the part so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just, he fits the, the body type. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. We're married, but you wouldn't believe it. That's right. Uh, to women. Yeah. Women. Yeah. 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 You wouldn't believe we're married to gals. Listen to the show. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're liars. Yeah. Uh, well, what are you going to do? That's right, man. Our tiger runs with all the stripes of the rainbow, baby. That's right. That <laughs> is right. Um, 
yeah, no, I definitely rather see him as Superman, in my opinion. So, yeah. Now, now that we're talking about superhero bullshit, okay. Also, we we turned on the TV the other day, and there was a giant ad for Titans on HBO. Oh yeah, and Doctor Wife started laughing her ass off and goes, "What the fuck is that shit?" <laughs> I love that and show. I, and I and I went, "It's the hardcore DC show." And she was like, oh, yeah, real hardcore. <laughs> I was like, man, this is beautiful. That's great. This, this is how the rest of the world views all of this crap that we it's, love. It's true. It's true. The show is ridiculous, but they get, oh, man, like they had, I love that show. Uh, I think most of the folks who listen know. But uh, this newest season, they brought in Titus Welliver as Lex Luthor, which was just. I don't know who that is. You You do know who that is. You want hundred play? Uh, he was he's Bosch on the on Amazon Prime. He's the main character. If you Google him, oh. you know exactly who he. Is. He's phenomenal. Um, but he's yeah. also a hardcore oh, nerd. Make a good Lex Luthor. He, he was great, but then they killed him in one episode. Absolutely fucking killed him. So it was kind of cool. Oh, wow, it was cool. But uh, yeah, see, just I'll watch anything that Titus Welliver is in. I just think he's great. But uh, yeah, yeah, seeing him as Lex Luthor was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I can never get into those shows, you know, like that's even fair. If they do if even if they do start cussing, like, it's it's them, still man. it's still corny. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's still corny. I just I mean, I it was one of those things like even back when like when we were like high school, right? Yeah, yeah. They had like Smallville and all that stuff. I tried really hard to get into those shows and I just couldn't. I'd watch a couple episodes and be like, uh, maybe if I was like ten. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know what it I was. Liked, was just, I watched the first cheese. three seasons and then I fell off after that. But yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Totally. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't know how good they are. I mean, like the Flash show, people fucking love. It's in its and, ninth season right now, the final season. Yeah, and I, you know, like some of the clips I've seen, it looked amazing. Like I did watch the episode where he had the big fight with Gorilla Grog. Yeah, is it Gorilla, Gorilla Grog. Is Grod. 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 Yeah. Yeah, like because the CGI was like, God damn, for a TV show, this looks really fucking good. Like this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. But uh, I just can never I don't know what it is. I just can ever get into any of the any of the TV. It seems like DC is always doing TV shows. You don't see a lot of Marvel. No, we're, I mean, you do on Disney now but where DC before. shines, where DC shines is their animated movies. Their animated movies are fucking great. Every single Hands one of down. them. I don't care what anybody says that Wonder Woman animated movie they did with her yeah. uh, probably like, I don't know what, a decade ago now. Yeah. Uh, is the best Wonder Woman movie, yeah. Wonder Woman movie they've done. Because not only did they tell the story accurate, but the end they stuck the landing on the ending when she goes against Hades. Hades is a force to be fucking reckoned with. Not you know an old I mean? guy with a cane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, worst. That might be the. I don't care anybody. Like I know people love the Wonder Woman movie worst until the end. Until the end. Yeah. Man, uh, people. You know. Dude, people pretend they liked 84, too. Like, let's be honest. Oh, God. Good. Yeah, good. good. Woof. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. Way to to ruin Cheetah. Oh, yeah. And Pedro Pascal. Like, way to ruin Max Lord as Pedro Pascal as Max Lord. Like, come on. He did a great job as Max Lord. He did. Like, I love the infomercials. Oh, they were so good. You can be better. Yeah, I loved all that you, stuff. you know how Maxwell Lord, Max Lord's story ends against Wonder Woman, right? She snaps his yeah. neck on live TV in Infinity Crisis, or right before Infinity Crisis. 
in the comics. Oh that would have been fucking great. That would have been amazing. But you know, no, no, let's not. Do I, that. You know me. I'm not even. I'm. I'm not even a fan of Gal Gadot because. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of Wonder Woman being portrayed as somebody who looks like a supermodel. I'm sorry. It just it yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It never has. It never will. It's I think it sends also kind of the wrong message. Sure. Like it, it it there's in sending a, a message that's like feminine power and stuff, it's I feel like it's taking a step backwards because it's like, oh look, the the most like this is what the the ultimate woman looks like, Victoria's Secret yeah, <laughs> model. Right, You're right, like, right. No, I want her fucking seven feet tall. Be an athlete. Yeah, built, stacked. Yeah. Looking like she could fucking rip Superman's face off and shove it up his ass. Yeah. Like, that's the Wonder Woman I want. Right. But uh, maybe I'm being selfish. Yeah, well, you know, that's all right. I like a lady with strong hands, okay? All right? (laughs) That's all I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, uh... What else? What else we got going in the world? Is there anything else? I got nothing, man. It's been a it's been a long ass week. Been a long week. Yeah, it's been a long week. I, I know you've like, been. I know you've been busting pages out, and I've been trying. I'm, yeah, I've been trying. We got. I got. Uh, I got boosted a couple days or two days ago. I am next week. So Nikki. And while we're Nikki did we're, it last yeah. week. Yeah. And Doctor Wife is so hardcore. She's like, well, what else are we due for? Just, just. Give us just whatever. Shoot them up with everything. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Well, do you want to get your tetanus too?" And I'm like, "Oh, I have to work today." And she's like, "Yeah, sure, might as well." You know, the tetanus—it's like yeah. a big ass fucking shot. And like, and it was just one of those where, like, by the time we got walked out of there, we're like, you know, three shots in one shoulder, four shots in the other. Yeah. And then I had to go to work, and it was just one of those where, like, I'm not gonna. And then you know how it is when you get those shots and stuff—you always kind of feel a little yeah. like let down. Yeah. Oh man, from like Wednesday on, I've been just dragging. <laughs> but uh, no, that's what you get. That's it happens. Get. That's all right. Yeah, I got to get mine next week, my booster next week, and then the day after, I have to go to an event. So I'm just like, Ooh. fuck. You know what though? I I've been buying a lot. You. Of- have been buying, man. You have. I've been, been spending some fucking money. Too. I know. And you know me. Normally, I'm like old cheapskate Magoo over here. You got man. me buying shit. You, the, the, we've gone completely 180. Where you, Dangerous. you called, you messaged me the other night, and we're like, I'm just gonna buy some comics. Hop online and come shop with me. And then I ended up we, spending like 200 bucks on fucking comics. Like, God damn it. We shopped on even. I, I ended up not buying stuff, but you ended Like, I was going to buy. I was going to buy. What was it? It was like something from Eclipse Comics. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was some like entire run of, uh, oh, it was Mr. Monster. I, it, folks, if you've never seen it, like, it's this f- just crazy comic series from the 80s. I've, I'm on these, like, big 80s kicks where I'm trying to find these, like, obscure miniseries and stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, like, kind of like, or like Dave Stevens, like, Rocketeer stuff, you know. And um, I was looking at that and then, like, a Wally Wood miniseries. And I was like, Brian, get online. Brian jumps on. And then I end up pulling out from, like, I was going to buy some 12-issue run. Yeah. You know. And uh, you ended up like, what was it? You saw like uh, some Wolverine that you're yeah, like, well, oh, CG, CGC certified. I got to get it. No, I, well, no, I was going to, I wanted to buy a CGC slabbed one. It was Wolverine 27, a Jim Lee cover. 
Um, Let's describe that cover for the folks. It's the one you've seen it. If you were alive in the nineties, you saw it because yeah. they made posters of it. It was even on, where he's they even like, made a video game hands up claws out. And he looks like he's like jumping at you. Um, no mask in the brown suit, the orange, yeah. brown suit, yellow yeah. background. Do you remember the video game? Of course that I do. That was the cover to the yeah. Wolverine video game yeah. for NES. Oh yeah. man. But anyway. uh, they had that at Torpedo Comics, but it was uh, it was signed and slabbed. It was a CGC 9.8 signed by Jim Lee. And I was wow. like, how much is that one? The lady all annoyed because I'd asked her how much like three other ones were and they were all too expensive for me. I was like, oh, OK, never mind. Uh, but this one was like almost 600 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not. I almost bought it, but I didn't. Um, and so I just bought it uh, a high grade or like a nice condition, um, unslabbed, unsigned one off eBay for like 40 bucks. Um, I'd say that's better deal than 600. Oh yeah. Because I can just, you know, when Jim Lee does another signing, I can just get it signed and graded after that. Um, but I ended up buying that. And then I went on mile high comics. They had like some 60% off sale and I, uh, I just bought some extra, I bought some other Wolverine and daredevil books. So yeah. Which you, you'll be bought. seeing them. You'll be seeing them soon, folks, because I'll I'll share them on on the Blue Tiger Instagram page at Blue Tiger Revenge in a reel for you. Nice plug. Thank you. I almost bought the Scout series, but uh, I didn't. Uh, again, I got cold feet. So you know what I did end up buying though? I ended up picking up. I've always wanted to read it. Like uh, Metal Gear Solid, right? Like I loved the the game but I really loved all the concept art that was done by Ashley Wood. Right. And he ended up doing two graphic novels, two 12-issue runs, so 24 issues in total. And uh, I ended up buying the collections for both those runs. Um, so I'm very – not the individual comics. Yeah. But but just the, you know, the, the graphic novels. And uh, I can't wait for them to get here. I'm very excited. That's um, cool. I just love Ashley – I love – Wood's approach to narrative yeah. because he does all the things that I don't do and I feel like I should start doing. He gets he focuses more on like I don't know, movement and and like and like uh I don't want to say storytelling, but like at least with the physical drawing, like he focuses more on like capturing a mood where I I still get lost in like trying to draw things like super accurately where he's like no 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 this is like oh he's heavily shadowed so he just i don't know he's got this great style that i i really want to implement into like reinventing the way i approach everything yeah and um but i don't know it's gonna it's gonna take some fucking work (laughs) for sure (laughs) yeah for sure i'm hoping that i um i'm you know all this comic buying too though uh man are you reading them? <laughs> are these ones? No, no. These are just yeah. straight. These the ones I'm buying right now are straight for collecting. Um, yeah. But I just got me excited. Now, now I'm getting excited about Emerald City too because they have just such great comic selections there. So, are there any more cons happening in your? You said you were going to something here soon. Uh, that was today. I didn't end up going. Um, what What was that? It was the Short Run Comics Festival in uh, in Seattle today. Um, what is that? I don't, I've never even heard of it's it. It's like a really very, very indie little comic comic festival. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I was just tired, man, and and we had stuff going on during the day, so I didn't end up going. But uh, what? Uh, where do they have that at? I have no idea. I think it's at the Seattle Center, like that pavilion in the Seattle Center. 
Dude, that's where I did my one of my first shows. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, Jet City, way back. Like my yeah. sister was still an undergrad. Wow. And I stayed at her uh, apartment up on up on uh, up on the on UW campus. Yeah, yeah. And then her and I went down. Um, I think we took the bus or something. Maybe I drove. I can't remember. Maybe we drove. I had a time. I had an Explorer. We might. We may have drove down to it and. Uh, and that's what we, uh, that's how we got around. I can't remember, but yeah, I met Dan Brereton, who I've tried to get on the show, but I don't think he does a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who did uh, Nocturnals. He did that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Nocturnals guy. Uh, yeah, he actually got Cretaceous. This is back when I was just pitching it as a concept. Mm-hmm. He got it in, pitched over at Disney. Like he got some. Oh, I remember you Disney. saying that. Yeah. Yeah, which was like really crazy. To think that Disney, like this, got in front of this for a hot second. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Dan was the one who really um, kind of exposed me to the world of like, you can just pitch con- like ideas. Like if you yeah. can make a contact, you can, yeah, which is really interesting because I didn't know that. And like none of the people I knew would, would were telling me that you could do that right right <laughs> like I, yeah which was like just kind of told me like no one took me seriously enough to tell me that you could just pitch shit sure you know sure time not shit but you know ideas. I, I know what you i know what you meant shit yeah it's fine shit it, it's, <laughs> shit. it's shit it's all shit but uh what do you say uh since we're kind of starting to run a little low on um news and jibba jabba why don't we uh why don't we take a little break? Okay. And then uh, jump into all the shit we've been reading. Let's do it. And by shit, I mean the book. Shit. <laughs> Check one, two. That, with tiger that milk, just Matty K Tiger Milk. That's right, hot and frothy from the mouth. Wait, didn't you say he's training again, right? Yeah, he is. Is he training at? Um, oh, what's his name? We've had him on the podcast. I have no Nate, idea. Nate, is he taking training at Nate's place? I think so. Oh, that's cool. That that's is really awesome. cool. No, I think it's all. I he, he, when you told me that, I was like, oh man, I should look and see if they got anything here in Anchorage. Yeah, they do. They're very expensive. And they again, are. Then the cheapskate in me clicked in. I was like, not shelling out that much money. To- I sh- I only shell Tad Galusha. He only shells out money for mediocre 80s miniseries <laughs> comics. Whoa. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. I'm just kidding. Um, speaking wait of. You, wait till you see one of the miniseries I got. I'm excited. Love it. I'm excited to see what you got. But You know uh, why I bought it? It's because the, uh, the artist just announced that he's going blind. Oh his shit! Vision, or not going blind, but his vision is deteriorated enough where he can't draw anymore. But I'm going to save that for the episode. So okay. Um, well, now I feel bad. Um, you should. You know what? We should try and get him on. Let's do it. Anyways, and we digress. Yeah. What did you read, Big Bri? It's that time of the dime it in the is. show. And uh, this is going to sound bad be- because I'm having a really, a really, really hard time getting through the dialogue and there's like a certain amount of slang. Like I got what they were doing with it, but it just, it made it super hard to read. Um, just wasn't vibing with your taste. Yeah. And 
honestly, okay. like I think I would have liked it if it wasn't for some of the, you know, some of the some of the dialogue that just you had to like read it three or four or five or six times to really kind of figure out what was being said. Or maybe I'm a fucking dumbass. That is also very likely. Um, I just always assume that I'm a dumbass when I don't get something. If I'm being honest, yeah. And 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 I'm not saying that the book is bad. Like I, it's beautiful. I actually, I actually like the story of it. It just the dialogue is hard to follow. Um, it, am I wrong? Did Dave Johnson do the covers for that? He did. So yeah. So this is Spaceman yeah. by Brian Azzarello and Edward Eduardo Russo. Who obviously, if you're familiar, you know they were behind um, what a hundred bullets won a bunch of Eisners uh, back in the day. So. I think this was like one of the first books they did after Hundred Bullets I came think, to an end. I think so, but I mean, the art in it is is spectacular. I just I love the story, man. The story is so interesting because it's about uh, like a like a dark future where everything is flooded, which is gonna be us in probably twenty or thirty years. Um, but uh, you know, there were these genetically engineered boys who were genetically engineered by somebody from NASA, so they to like give them stronger bone densities, tougher skin so they could survive in Mars, a trip to Mars and then survive staying on Mars. Um, but then everybody found out about it. And, um, you know, the, the, the NASA's program was shut down. And now we follow one of those brothers who's like a scavenger in the ocean, like just looking for scav, yeah. like just scavenging for money finding metal parts and selling them. And he kind of gets involved in like a, unknowingly gets himself involved in like a kidnapping of a celebrity he, he's, child. He's kind of dumb. If I, if I remember right, they, like he's not like all there. That's what they kind of hint at. Yeah. And, yeah. um, like he's not mentally disabled. He's just not like of a high intelligence. Right. Or like, cause I just remember I read it years ago or it's the slang. Out. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just remember there was a part where like, the locals were kind of like the kids were kind of they're, bagging on they're, a bit. They're well, making they're, fun of him. They're making fun of him for being, they're calling him like a freak of nature. And like, since he was, kind of looks like a gorilla, right? Yeah. Yeah. All of yeah. the brothers do. Yeah. They look like gorillas. And, uh, the, the, the thing on that, that they were, those kids were ripping on him for was like, um, you were created in a lab. So God's not real. You're a, you're like a freak or something like that. Um, Oh, interesting. That's an interesting take. Yeah. But, I made it. I made it about halfway through the book. I'm gonna. I'm going to finish it because I do like the story, um, and I think um, you know. I think uh, Riso's art is really good in this. I think he. he yeah. The the visual storytelling of it is just really smooth and really well he, done. He's always really like his sense of design and like the way he does the the dramatic lighting. Man, like he he's yeah he's fantastic. I, there is you know. I am remembering enough stuff about that book. What, uh, there's some co some futurist concepts though that they hint at that yeah. I don't think are too far around. Like um, they really like he has that uh, like art like that AI girlfriend. Yep. Yep. The main yeah, and I thought that was a really I remember seeing that because that was the first time. Like I know that's been done a lot of times is like having like the cyborg or the hologram girlfriend like in sci-fi stuff. Yeah. But they did a really good job of like really inserting that the main character was like emotionally connected to yeah. this. Like he only had real conversations essentially, if I recall with this Correct. like AI and, it, and like she, what was, she was just like uh like almost like a computer program, right? Like there was an actual That's physical what, being. I, 
she'd pop up on like a screen or something. Yeah, right? and he or, would like hook himself up to all these nodes in strange places so he could feel. Um, yeah, and I, I think that there's there's something to that. I think that's something that honestly isn't that. Oh, I mean, that's we've coming. talked about that here on the podcast a few times. Like, remember we did that thing where it was like uh, they're like revolutionizing prostitution essentially with with uh, like virtual reality and 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 uh, and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember because there was something where it was like it was like basically like sex toys that were controlled by sex workers. Like, yeah, and you could pay money and you could connect with them, you know, yeah. through the computer and stuff like that. And that that was like I think that was like a Vice article we covered like it was a few, few years ago more than that and yeah 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 and it's just one of those that like it does make you wonder like when is it going to get to that point and then you're also going to have guys guys and gals by guys i mean just people in general that that is their sole connection whether it's sexual or just like having someone that they can confide yeah, well, in well i mean and like that, an honestly that's not nothing i don't you know that's just becoming more technologically advanced from like phone sex lines i mean you know that's been going on forever but then they're that's finding true. ways to get more technologically advanced for it uh the only unfortunate thing about that is that if it actually is sex workers behind it they're not going to be the ones reaping the profits that people are going to the billions of dollars that are going to be made off of shit like that maybe look I at only so. fans though yeah, like that's true. Only, OnlyFans have has reversed the power structure where that's like true. The you're you're I I don't know what you would call them. I don't know what they refer to themselves. And I guess just sex workers, sex professionals, um, or erotic professionals. They make ridiculous, very very high incomes now. Yeah. at least from what I've read, and like it's because they've completely eliminated all the middle. Kind of like Kickstarter has done. For right, now, right. right? <laughs> I don't know. It is weird that there is um, – I just – I remember in that in that book, especially the first issue or first chapter, uh, that was one of those things that I was really like fascinated by. Because like if I recall in that first issue, I don't even think he has like a sexual experience with his like gal. Mm -hmm. He just like taps into the program to like express – like she's like, how you doing today? Like, you know what I mean? And right. it's an AI program. Right. Like, it's not even a real person. in And this program is just checking in on him, like where he's at. And he's like, oh, feeling a little, little down. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, and I just remember thinking like, that's a really interesting because I think that that's coming, man. And oh, I don't no know doubt. if it's There's necessarily There's no doubt that bad. that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I guess your knee jerk reaction is that it's terrible. But the same sense is like, if that's what helps some individuals like i could see an upside to it too sure like having people to be able to confide in something that's not going to you know make them feel i guess exposed yeah i don't know it's weird i mean that's the th thing about comics right is like it doesn't matter how goofy or crazy the book is there's always concepts that are very um i guess you, you could see relative them, to yeah life. they're relative and uh you know it's it's like we always say, the culture that inspires comics and the comics that inspire culture here. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What? what well, I, yeah. What did you read? Because that's, that's I all two. I had. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I read two. Uh, I did a revisit uh, to one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, I may have stolen this book. May have not. I can't remember. Okay. Wink, wink. Um, but uh, Lobo Portrait of a Bastich. Uh it's in my opinion probably the best Lobo like series, and yeah. it's where essentially Lobo is um, is you know Simon Beasley at his best. Yes, hundred uh, percent. 
Yeah, he uh, basically like keeps dying over and over again. Like he loses like a, I mean, he loses like some crazy fight in the beginning. Yeah, and then like goes to heaven essentially, and like then does like the whole purgatory reincarnation, and he keeps getting reincarnated as different versions of himself. Oh, that's cool. Is actually really fascinating until he finally like gets back to fuck. Now I'm gonna have um, to buy that because that sounds really cool. Oh, dude, you gotta get it. That I think you said. Like, the, I think I said the same thing last time you read it. I just have to remember. Have I reviewed it on here before? I usually read it like once every couple, like once every other year. I, or so. I I know you talked about Lobo in the past, so I don't know if it was this one, but probably not. I don't think it was this one. It was. Uh, there's another collection. Do you think? Of his. Do you think they're reading that at AlphaCon and just being like? This is what a man is supposed to be, and then not no, realizing that no. it's satire. No, because Lobo is a fucking environmentalist, man. Oh yeah, that's a good <laughs> like, point. He's a big fan of like, like he's a whole like save the whales. He hangs out with dolphins in space, man. <laughs> like they'd be like, oh fuck those dolphins. That's true. Listen, there is if one, you want right? to be a real alpha, you have to kill those dolphins, and Dolphin. I'm going to teach you how. Are you tired of just waking up every morning and not knowing what you're going to do with yourself? Well, I'm going to tell you for $1,500 a month, and we're going to kill some fucking dolphins, and you're going to be the best version of yourself. Listen, to make money, you got to spend money, so I want you to just dump your life savings. Take a chance. That's right. Uh, my favorite one is when he gets... Um, he gets brought back as uh, as a, a woman, and he had, like he's like this. There's a good image of it. He's like <laughs> a, you know like 80s style, oh movie, yeah, like sexy like lady, but he's like super muscular. But then the one get is he still has like one big arm that's super like masculine, like veined out, yeah. and just giant. And uh, it's just awesome because he's like freaking out, you know, like oh, I'm a lady now, <laughs> but it's just it's so great. Like he, I mean. He fucking rips one of the dudes in half. Uh, I don't know. If That's awesome. That. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's really, really great. I just, um, it's one of those where like I always wanted to do. Like, I, I just love, I love Beasley's art, man. He's like probably one of my favorite. Oh, he's comic great artists. I wish he'd come back to do American comics more, but I think he's kind of like pseudo retired. You know, he just does conventions and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then like he interacts with like death and you know some of the sandman characters is a little crossover you know it's about time sandman was like you know yeah hit big but yeah yeah it, it's just a, it's it's super raunchy super violent but very funny um i think that if you're like a punk or an inner punk you know you like kind of like uh you want some rock and roll in your in your life yeah definitely lobo portrait of bastage is worth your time like i can't get into the newer lobo stuff like sure I'm sure it's great. It's just it's not for me. Um, I think it's just because if Beasley's not drawing it, I just I can't, it's hard for me. Or Alex Horley. Alex Horley's probably the only other guy who's done a Lobo run where I was like, dude, this is on. Right, right. He he does like Magic. The, I think he does Magic: The Gathering drawings okay. now, like paintings. And then uh, my mini series for the week. Oh boy, this one took some time to get. Oh my god. Okay. No, you'll you'll dig this. This is interesting. So. You remember when Dark Horse back in like I think it was like ninety six, ninety seven, Dark Horse really kind of came online. Yeah. Um, or I guess like ninety five. Early mid nineties, Dark Horse really. Uh you know I'm a big Adam Hughes fan, right? Oh like I both of us, yeah. I've never read any of his earlier stuff. Like he had I know he did you know, he had some he did some work over at like uh did like the 
a bunch of hustler comics, yeah. which of course I never read. Um, I'm sure. not going to, I'm not sure. going to track down the hustler sure. comic line, but hustler had a comic line. You should was, track I it down. It was, it was like hustler or penthouse, which if people don't know what that was, it was like, I don't know. It was like the Lobo of playboy. Yeah. <laughs> raunchier <laughs> yeah it was like uh it was like the like porn hub of the 90s that's yeah. probably the nicest way to put it yeah um and if you don't know what porn hub is you're fucking lying like, <laughs> everybody fucking knows. like everybody fucking knows uh yeah and so um it, but he was doing like some cover work and he was doing some indie comics but then he did uh this was like one of the first i think long form like um like like interior work he was doing yeah he was doing the covers for anyways it was ghost so dark horse presents had uh one of their they were doing a superhero line at the time right like they start dark horse started other old right superheroes and ghost was one of their main and she was like a i think she was like i I don't know the origins of her because when the first issue really opens up and she's like a kind of like a detective but she's trying to solve like the mystery of like her sister's kidnapping. Yeah. But she's basically think of this like very busty gal with guns all dressed in white. And she has the powers of like a ghost. So she can kind of turn like invisible walk through walls and shit. And then can like manifest when she wants to. But like she would, she was, you know, she'd fight guys with two like nine millimeters essentially. Okay. Uh, So kind of violent, kind of a little sexualized, you know, that sort of, I mean, it was the fucking nineties. Yeah. Right. Uh, Right. But, I just got it mostly because, like, I don't really care about ghosts too much, but I just wanted to see how Adam Hughes operated earlier in his career. Like, I mean, this is 1995. Dude, man. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. His comedy is, like, on point. He's got this, like, um, he's got, like, this Kevin Nolan. Is it Kevin Nolan? Is that the artist I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, he, you could tell. I think Kevin Nolan was a bit of an influence on his art style. Also, like, you know, he had that, still had that Alphonse Mutka uh, kind of like art, art nouveau style going, but dude, man, like it was good. It was really fucking good. He only did the fir- he did the first three issues, and it's just her like solving murders and stuff. Oh, that's but cool. It was funny, um, action packed. I might have uh, to find that. Yeah, you know, like, like I said, I was only interested in the work that Adam Hughes worked on because I wanted to see where this guy was at. Yeah, at a very early stage in his career, and it made me realize like how much I fucking suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Dude, man, he was fucking good. He was so good. I would love to talk to him about this. Like his shit was was really, really, really solid. Um, and then, yeah, just yeah, it it, it was pretty good. It, it was worth, and I got it for like fourteen bucks, so it wasn't nice. too bad. No, yeah, it's not bad. You know, for a mini series, like, yeah. I, you know, I started going through the comic sites, and they all were like, because you know, they all price everything as like collectors. Yeah. So and it was just everything was adding up. Like I didn't want to spend forty five bucks on three issues. I get it, you know, and because um, I don't care about grading, I just want to read them. And uh, eBay, man, like you told me to go to eBay, you were totally right because you could you find the collectors, they have them slabbed. Yeah, but you can find the reader, the reader copies too. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's. I mean, I I just bought the miniseries I got coming right now. I think I got it for like it was like four issues uh, from some Eclipse series. Yeah, um, and. Uh, it costs, you know, it was like maybe 10 bucks. You know what I wish they still made? Do you remember, uh, this was back when I, when we were in high school, they just started coming out with like 
the essential Spider-Mans or the essential Daredevils. So it was like oh, all yeah. the original collected runs, but it was all black and white. Dude, I had so many fucking volumes of those, but I don't have them anymore. I wish I still had. And they don't what? make them anymore. They're- and they're worth a lot. They sell for yeah. a fuck ton of money now. Yeah. Um, I have two volumes. I have the two first volume. I have volume one and volume two of Captain America. Nice. Um, from high school. Like yeah. I'm in high school. Yeah. I think and, I had uh, like three or four Spider-Mans, two or three Daredevils. Like, um, a while know, back. They were like uh, 20 bucks back in the day. You can't find those now. A few years ago, I was in Boise with Steve Lieber, and we went to a comic shop, and we were trying to. He was like, "Oh, you should get the Wolverine Essential, yeah, because it's all the John Byrne, or not John Byrne, but um, John Buscema, yeah, you know, because he, you know, like Wolverine, because he did like what the first ten issues or something. Oh, well, you have them all. I, like, the only one them. I don't have is ten. So okay, but yes, and but yeah, and so like I was trying to. Get, and dude, there it you cannot find it anywhere. You can find like volume three, volume four, you know, mm-hmm. but not those that those volume ones go for a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why they stopped printing those because those seem like especially nowadays more people are aware right. of like old school comics. Right. They don't want to read them. Well, now they've just do omnibuses now and then charge a hundred bucks for them. Yeah, but they recolor them and they look like shit. No offense to Marvel. I want rather just see the black and white stuff. I would too. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. disagree. That's pretty much all I read, man. I, I should okay. have a bunch of, like I said, hopefully I've got a bunch of books that are coming. Um, I've, I do have a bunch of books that are here. And then all the Kickstarters that I've been backing for the last month all collected last week. And oh. I was like, oh, ouch. Oh, that hurt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I'd rather support an indie project, honestly, than buy um, any of the ma- like newer mainstream stuff. That like I want to help those books do well too. But sure, uh, yeah, it's a fine line, man. It's a fine line. Yeah, it's one of those like I don't know the indie stuff that just seems like there's a little bit more heart to it. A lot of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I am doing a thing. Uh, a buddy of mine just lost his dad and uh, to cancer. Mm. And so I a lot of the miniseries that we've reviewed on the show, I actually um, like White Knight uh, way back. Yeah. And then uh, um, oh, what's the other uh, Murder Falcon? Mm-hmm. I just wrapped up all those issues, you know, because I think Murder Falcon was eight issues. White Knight was like, what, tw- 10? Yeah, something so, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just I wrapped those up with a few other ones. And I'm, I'm going to send them all to his house. Cool. Uh, yeah, he lives out in Norway, so uh, they don't really have a huge. I don't think there's a lot of comic shops out there. Yeah, you can get a lot of American comics, and he's a big American comics guy. Okay. So, yeah. So I don't know if you got anything to rec- that you recommend. Let me know. Okay. Will do. Yeah, I'm going to try and send it out probably next week. Okay. But yeah, it's one of those. I had a heart. I was like, oh, should I send a Murder Falcon? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can get it. It'll, you can get it anywhere these days, you know. Yeah, it's big enough it. now for sure. Yeah, but I'm gonna send them like the floppies, you know, which nice. I don't think those are probably a little harder to get than like the graphic novel. I would agree. Yeah. I don't know. He's a bit more. I'm not a collector. He's a he. I know he has a nice collection, so I thought these would be good to add. Is it better than mine? His toy collection's better than yours. That's fair. His toy collection would rip yours apart. That's fair. He's got he's got shit from the '80s. Oh, like. That we're talking pristine. Like, That's awesome. He has the. Uh, do you remember Dino Riders? Of course. Remember the T Rex with all the fucking oh, yeah. laser guns? He has that, like, 
everything. Whoa. It's all put together. I think he even still has the box pristine. He has it out of the box in a display case, but the box is like ready to go. Wow. Like, and that alone is, I think, yeah. like six six grand or something. Wow. Like, you can, yeah. I mean, it's, but his is from the 80s. So it's like not from a collector. It's, he's right. got a couple showcases of stuff That's like that. That's cool. Um, but I was yeah, just like kidding. He, said, he, can, though, he can have really a better collection than me. I'll allow it. So. He also has an arcade that him and his dad built. Oh, that's so cool. Like it's one arcade box, but then they set it up, they programmed it so it's got like Yeah, I've seen those. Those are really those are really neat. Yeah. I, he sent me a video of it when they were putting it together. He would send me a video. This was probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And dude, it was it was fucking cool. They had it down like in their den or something. Yeah. I think his dad was into that kind of stuff too. And uh yeah, it was it was really cool. That's, but that's um, awesome. Yeah, he he's the guy I was telling you about. I went, I met him at the Cubert School, mm-hmm. and uh, I was thinking we should try and get him on Operation Blue to do some stuff if he's you know yeah he wants to for sure. Has the time if he has the time. I know he's a pretty busy guy, but uh, yeah, man, we'll send him some cool shit. Uh, I threw some Blue Tiger stuff in there too for him. Hell yeah, nice. Oh yeah, oh nice. yeah, got but, to uh, you got to. Um, oh. All right, well, why don't I uh, why don't I bring us home? Saturday night and take us home. All right. First of all, wait, wait, before you take us home, this episode is brought to you by some beer. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, yeah. So I am drinking a, uh, and I don't drink very often, um, but, you know, I was in the mood for a nice Modelo Chilada tonight. So I'm a big fan of Chiladas. So um, I actually, my favorite is the Modelo Spicy chilada but they didn't have those so i just got the regular and it did not disappoint okay. what about you what are you uh what are you drinking um you know me my big thing is uh like hitting the singles rack just seeing what kind of uh lucy's they not that type of singles i'm a married man happily married thank you very much i'm just hitting the single rack and seeing what kind of lucy's they got like oh buddy like that uh, does like not that. sound good disgusting sir gross i am a married man uh I mean, I, we did uh, just talk about Henry Cavill and The Rock have you know getting together, so, making yeah. out, yeah, just touching each other's bodies with yeah. force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, I'm, anyways, I'm drinking from Woodland Empire. Uh, just one more. It's a uh, their B side series. Polish style lager brewed with Lubelski hops, whatever that means. Oh, but it, I the bo- honest, the, the I, can is really cool, and that's why that's how that's I how I buy beer. Food. That's when I buy beer. Like if I'm like you know you know trying to find something new, I'm like, what can looks the coolest? That's how I judge everything. Yeah. I judge everything by its cover. <laughs> it's le- it leads to horrible, horrible <laughs> life choices. But yeah, As I tell you, you know the saying: don't judge a book by its cover. I was like, well, fuck the system. I'm going against uh, the grain. I'm going to tell Doctor Wife that you said that. <laughs> well, I mean, now you know why I live in fear. <laughs> She looked so sweet and innocent on the exterior, and then now I'm a prisoner in my own home. But at least you're you're a very very well fed prisoner. That's true. She yeah, cooks like a motherfucker. She throws she down, man. Yeah, she, dude, she really does. I know. Can we 
can we have her and Gordon Ramsay go head to head? Yes. Yeah, I think that would be great. Because let's be honest, her, her, the Korean, the Korean chicken. Oh, I th- I, those I, Korean I chicken wings that she made. Oh. That would, I think Ramsey'd be like, "How much you want for the recipe?" Yeah, those were <laughs> incredible. Those were incredible, and That's it was the only like, thing I ever asked for for my birthday. That's yeah, it. Those were so good. Yeah, next time you come up, we'll. Uh, that's what we'll do. Green wings. Done. And then we'll go down and get some Lucy's, baby. <laughs> done deal. Done deal. Anyways, you know what else is a done deal, folks? This episode. And uh, well done. <laughs> well done. And if you want more, which after listening to this, I don't know how you could, but if you do, we really appreciate it. All you got to do is go to Substack, bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. Uh, subscribe. It's free. You'll find our episodes. You'll find Operation Blue. Download the app and get on the chat program so we can all uh, so we can all connect with each other. Um, that would be super fun. Uh, uh, I think that would really that's a really neat feature that they added that allows us to be connected. And that's one of the things we always want to do is just really be you know more connected with the folks who are listening. Where y'all are from? Um, what books you're reading? You know, do you want? to recommend something for us to take a look at or what stupid movie did you watch that you want us to watch? I mean, whatever, you know, uh, that would be a lot of fun, but, uh, yeah. So like subscribe, share, find us on Instagram at blue tiger revenge. That's a really, uh, you know, we're, we're bringing the heat there. Um, operation blue is, uh, you know, at our sub stack as well. So if you're following along for that, um, it's not going to disappoint. So, be ready. And uh, that's all I got, Tad. Do you have anything else? Just be ready. <laughs> Them Lucy's, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Throwing um, them back. What time is it? Hit the music. Oh, yeah.